Welcome back to Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with Deepom, and we are here to talk about Season 8, Episode 7 of The Flash, Lockdown. When a criminal invades CCPD, Barry and Kramer must trust and rely on each other. If they are going to make it out safely, Caitlin learns a valuable lesson while out with Snow and Mark. What did you think? I sometimes forget how diligent they've been in integrating the the bulk of the Flash Rogues Gallery. Right. I forgot about Goldface for a minute. (laughs) Like, just just flat out, no excuses, forgot about Goldface. (laughs) Yeah. And it worked like it, it was. It was a good. It was the. It was. If you wanted to be the 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 cynics, I would say this is a very paint by numbers. Introduce the new member of Team Flash through shared agreements. I get all that, mm-hmm. but it's the way they do it. It's the execution of it. It's the wrinkles, like Goldface's ringtone, which is hilarious. It is the wrinkles, like the fact that she's a pretty good fucking cop. She can figure out before probably this incident. Right. Um, the the wrinkles of even the uh, the the judgmental Caitlin versus Frost. Like the, I liked all of this. It's one of those things where I almost regret them having used so many of their bullets early. Like if we get this time shifting narrative, and then we had a Savitar, we're wondering who's under the mask, and there's a bunch of speeches running around. Then I'm asking more questions. Then oh, of course, the only fast person here is Barry. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. I think that for me, it's bittersweet because I, I, I'm enjoying the show, but I'm like, man, they could have a lot more fun with some of those later on, those earlier concepts now. Well, it's one of those things I think we realize this. It's, it's one of the things that we got to appreciate with the MCU now of, <clears throat> you know, after that first phase one, we kind of got out of, you know, the whole doing a, 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 a intro stories and things like origin stories and things like that because when you do an origin story you have to start off with hey you're here's another as powerful they could be we are now dealing and in, in, in season eight we're dealing with a barrier and it's a it's an ongoing thing barry's pretty much supercharged like mm-hmm. barry's fast enough to do anything you need so they have to and they're still able to have a show and it, does, it doesn't break the show right that's always been the thing like if you have a if you have a Superman, if you have a Flash at their full power, it breaks your show because then what are you doing? So they found other ways. I mean, we have him in the suit at the beginning of the episode and at the end, but in the middle, he's taken off the board and you're, you, you're having to deal with him using his other skill sets or other members of the cast. Like you said, the whole thing going on with, with Caitlin and Frost and things like that and building out. The characters you can now do because the show also trusts the cast and trusts the characters they're writing to do that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that it comes with, you know, it, like you said, it's a catch-22. It comes towards the back half of the seasons when shows can do this. You kind of go, man, I wish they could. Like, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. was kind of that weight off at first, and then when they realized, it's like, well, fuck it, just do whatever we want. Uh, Legends. <laughs> Legends. Legends did the same thing, right? Legends is probably the best example of this because they, they completely pivoted in season two and were like, no, we're just going to lean on our cast. They, they figured it out earlier. They're like, we almost right. died doing what they asked us to do. Let's do what we want. Yeah, exactly. And when you did it that way, you find out, oh, no, you just, you have a talented, you have a talented cast. You can lean on them for that. So I'm with you. It's like, I think back if we had, if we had gotten some of that stuff at the height of when we had <clears throat> Tom Cavanaugh, when we had, snart and mick and all like we could have gotten the rogues we really could have gotten it 
And again, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's hindsight twenty twenty and things like that. But like, man, it would have been nice, right? And I'm with you because it would have been it would have been cool to see that because it does also feel like we're coming to the end. I know they're writing this this season as if it could be a series finale, and maybe it's not going to be. But like, they're writing it to because nobody knows the future. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of feels that way, you know, because it kind of feels like there's there's times when I'm like, wait, is we said this before? It's like, is Barry even here? That happened a lot of times last season. It's like, wait, is Barry even here? Is Iris here? Right. Like, we don't have like the show's not dominated by uh, Iris and Joe or Barry, and and we clearly know there's things going on that are going <clears> to, <throat> you know, we we got that at the end with Iris and things like that. They're going to still be core parts of this, but. They're also, you know, not relying on them and, and things like that. So it's it's definitely spreading out amongst the cast and things like that and, and allowing and there's no down parts in there. Right. And so, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's I you're 100 percent right. This show is in a unique space. I think I said this on, on another review, but these genre shows are not supposed to last this long. Right. And. With that comes, like you said, that level of freedom, that level of assurance, um, even in the uncertainty of what tomorrow might bring <clears throat> regarding this show and the other shows, well, the CW and, and as a whole. Right. Um, but I do, like you said, I do enjoy the confidence with which they're writing these characters. They can give you Barry in those first three minutes taking down three threats with no problem. Right. Because we're going to make it a wrinkle. We're going to make it a problem. And that also tells you when the heroes at their strongest, every time they've supercharged Barry, something horrible has happened. Right. Well, and so, well, there's a yeah, I think that, go ahead. Well, there's a couple things of that, right? So they supercharge Barry, and then you deal with the thing of, hey, this is how you deal with it. Like, well, what are we going to do with these criminals now? I, yeah, you, you capture them all, but you did it before there was actually, you know, before even the police knew there was a crime. And so, mm-hmm. like, I can't, how do I process them? How do I do, like, that, you know, even the, with them bringing Kramer into understanding, and I, and I like the fact that she figured it out, and I also like the fact that it wasn't just some, well, I can tell it's obviously you, Barry, under the mask. It was one of those, well, no, you left evidence behind, and mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, it makes sense, because I'm like, well, actually, every chief of police knew that Barry was a Flash, <laughs> you know? Because yeah. we forget Singh knew, Singh didn't say anything until the end, but Singh knew, he was like, Come on, man! I knew you were the Flash. Come on, I'm a cop. <laughs> right? I'm not stupid. Like I'm not a stupid cop. I'm head cop. I am the guy who like it's it's the Jim Gordon effect. Like of course Jim Gordon knows some of that fucking suit. Like I'm right. asking, like of course Barry Barry White knows he's a newspaper man. He knows who's working for him. Like yeah. at a certain point, they're doing it to let the hero operate, and that's what I liked about Singh. And obviously Joe knew. And I, I'd like to think obviously she made the revelation here about the evidence, but. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Like. Well, I'm also wondering if so. There's there's a couple of things, right? I'm I'm wondering if this is speculation for this season, right? I'm wondering if we're gonna finally get to the point of like everybody knows it's Barry, right? Mm-hmm. It's like because that's one of the things. It's like Barry was it wasn't a, it wasn't a secret that Barry Allen was the Flash, right? That right. was the whole thing about the Flash Museum, and everybody knew Barry was. The, so I'm wondering if they're gonna do that. That's one. Two. Um, I, I'll say this for the end about what, what they might do to end this season because of what's happening with Iris and things like that. But, yeah. um, yeah, I, I like the fact that they're still tied into, I mean, I, I just wish they would just let her bring in the rogues 
Cause it sounds like she's doing it. It sounds like she's, she's back to operating, you know, the rogues. I, I just wish I, I, it makes me so feel they're like gonna, they're going to, they're going to have her kill chill boy and it's to open up her, 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 her arc. They're making us like him. He's going to get fridged. Um, well, I don't know. See, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that. If, if the seasons, I don't know if they're going to do that. And the reason why okay. I say that, the reason why I say that is because they technically already did that to, to, to Caitlin before. So do you do that? They with haven't sister Frost? Frost yet. I know. I know. But it's just, <laughs> it just, but it's one of those things is like, again, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, season eight or nine, dog. Like, again's going to occur because Thawne's coming back. Spoiler, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like, we're not done with Thawne. No. No. Um, but I... It's one of the things that makes me feel like we're not fully getting the rogues, so I guess they're trying to hold on to them for the Flash mm-hmm. movie whenever it comes through. Which, again, <laughs> I feel is a mistake. You know? It's just one of those things. You should have should have stuck with the rogues and gone through with that. That's an easy way to bring in these villains like this with Goldface coming in and doing something. You know, you bring in a couple of rogues and, and call it a day. So you, what, what you end up getting is you end up doing it anyway. It's just not, they're just not rogues. It's usually one criminal and his henchmen or henchwomen. And it's just like, mm-hmm. well, you know, if you just made them the rogues, you could have just... <laughs> It'd be a whole lot easier. It would just have been a whole lot easier, right? You have to keep bringing in weird folks and things like that. Yeah, so whatever. Um, But, uh... Yeah, I, I I like what they're trying to do there. My thing for so, what do you think they're doing with Iris? I don't know. So we've done the time children before. Like they have a. It's the same thing that was happening with. I like that it's the same thing that was happening with the kids last last episode. Like things are changing, mm-hmm. and someone else is mudding with the timeline. We don't know who or what yet. Come on, buddy. Um, All right. Look, look. I mean. The the green energy signature is a different. That's the, that's in keeping with the um the the temporal that's, force. That that's, yeah, that's that's with. Dion. Less right? with Thon. Yeah, less with Thon, but maybe Thon's got Dion. So here's what I was thinking. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> if you're writing the show, let's say you're trying to write a you're trying to write a season to potentially be a ser- a series finale. But also maybe not be a series series finale and just be a season finale. So you got to kind of you know um, give yourself an out. You got to give yourself an out. So here's what I'm thinking. We we I, I know before Dion was working with Iris to kind of get her centered and things like that. What if Iris is having some problems and she? Because it, it seems like what happened was she kind of fell out of sync in time and it kind of went ahead in time a little bit. Right. I'm wondering if at the end of the season, just like you did at the end of that first run with Barry in the comics, Iris and Barry have to go to the future to stay, and they stay mm. with Bart and, and Nora. Because right now, Bart and Nora are in their future, you know, their timeline, but remember, they didn't grow up with, you know, they didn't grow up with, with Barry, because Barry wasn't there. Right. What if the end of the season is... In order to save Irish, they have to move into the future to live there for whatever reason, whether it's a temporal force thing, whether they have the technology in that time period, she has to stay there or whatever. Um, Jay's already there. 
you know, uh, the base you get the flashman in in the future. They're in that in that future. No matter what the you know Thawne's going to be involved, we know all that stuff's going to happen, right? Right. But that's the end, right? Barry and and Iris going to their future into that time to live at that live in that time. It's a thing that you and I keep coming back to when we talk about this show and about the comic in general. It's a time period that's largely un, not unexplored, but it's just kind of. And then Barry went they yada yada a lot of that, right? He went to the future, raised his kids, and then he came back to die. Like, wait, what? Excuse me? And so, yeah, we talked about it in the Legion uh, podcast, which we've all washed our brains of that by now. But one of the things is this, not presence, but this acknowledgement that Barry Allen's there. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be a nice code to the show. Like, yeah, if you want to give ourselves, say, leave, leave Bart this, or oh, leave Wally the suit. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. right. you can leave Wally in the past. Now, you have to deal with the fact that, like, how do you move Iris and Barry into the future? And then they live in with their adult children. They have the children first. They have to deal with that. But then there's, I'm also thinking about it, like, you know, we saw that the, the episode last week uh, with, um, or I guess the week before last, with, with Bart and Nora, right? Mm-hmm. What if what we're seeing is the timeline correcting itself, Right. Where yeah. things are happening earlier because it's actually supposed to be the original timeline, which is basically undoing what Thawn did, right? Because remember, Thawne, what Thawne did was he sped up when Barry would be the Flash. So Correct. what if that's where this is happening? So things are speeding up, and so that means it's shifting timeline. I don't know, right? It could be something like that that's happening. But either way, it they'll do some, you know, Flash magic when it comes to time. <laughs> and Barry and Barry and Iris, you know, move into the the either or even if they don't move into time time um the future, they move into the time the they move into the speed force. <laughs> right. right? Some yeah. somewhere they move into the speed force. That way the kids can always go and visit them and see them and things like that, right? Um like you said, you can leave Wally to be the new defender of the or, current time. Honestly, period. they've done a really good job of kind of lampshading Bart's fear that he'll never be the Flash. Yep. So you there's the suit to him. Yep. So either way I get a brown flash. Like that's exactly. what I'm really right. The show and, and and then you you have your you know, if you do bring him back for a season nine, well then it's not a problem to 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 deal with that. If you don't, you have a good ending that fits into some things that we've already been seeing and, and already done. Right. So I have a feeling that it's going to be something along those lines there um, to make, because there's been a couple of times we've seen this whole thing. Like the first time was the hairbrush disappearing in that first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we just, because at first I was like, yo, did she go somewhere? Like what, did she go back in time? Like what happened? And it turns out, no, she just sat there. Well, she kind of sped up in time because Joe cleared the, cleared the table. And then I can't remember what she asked for something, some, some case files on something. Um, and she doesn't remember any, we didn't see any of that. So something's yeah. clearly going on there. And, but it's clearly her moving forward in that time, time, time period, which I think lines up with what happened in, yeah. In the episode with Bart, because remember the, um, Royal Flush gang formed earlier than they were supposed to. So, 100%. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. And, you know, I don't. I don't know if this is where they're going to go. or That's how they're going to do it. But like, yeah. So I, I feel like that's and that to me gives you again gives you the good series or season finale can work either way. Also allows you to say, hey, we're going to bring it back, but we're going to you know bring back with 
Bart as the Flash or some yeah something else you know so we'll see. Just give us I mean. a Flash family book and just give us lots of different versions of the Flash at once. Like this, right. you can do it. We're here now. We're grown ups. We right. can accept this. Right. We, you've teased it in the marketing for the movie that's never going to come out. Right. <laughs> right. What are we waiting on? Right. <laughs> We're not going to. Do you think we'll? My fingers are crossed here that we'll get a Wally appearance. But like, even if we don't, we got in that scene. Last season, where the whole family was against these Godspeeds, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the. I mean, I don't know if we're going directly by what we've just read, but a Legion of Zoom would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Taking people through time to be Barry's greatest foes—that's a good way to bring people back. Things of that nature too. We can see Grodd again. We could see uh, Snart. Like, is the stuff that could happen? I don't know. It's, there's a lot of possibility, and especially when you kind of had that specter of potential season finality over it. Like the idea that they could retire to the future or the speed force is as good as any I could think of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, there's still a lot of episodes left uh, in this season um, and they can go either way they want to go. So yeah, so, we'll, we'll, we'll stay tuned and, and see what they do with it. But I, I feel like there's, it, like I said, it, it's kind of bittersweet to me because, like I said, we we're finally getting the flash that you know the confident Barry, the the Barry mm-hmm. understands, even the Barry that's like, yeah, yeah, listen, I'm not gonna tell, I don't, I don't know if I want to tell her who I am, but I'll give him, a, you know, things like that where he's making better choices because you remember before Barry tell everybody, right? And I'm like, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> you know? Hi, I'm Barry Allen. I mean, right. I'm the Flash. <laughs> right. Damn it, Barry. right? So, um, yeah, so. Um, yeah. All right. What else do we have outside of the flash coming up? Um, I don't know. So we've got an event coming in comics. Eternals versus Avengers versus X-Men. Yes. I'm so ready. (laughs) You're born. The writers on like, it's yeah. Yeah. Gillian's writing it, right? Yeah. 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 And he's he's writing that and immortal X-Men too, I believe. Mm hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, getting ready for that. Um, and then I did start picking up because we're gonna have to do a pull list at some point in the next couple months because I'm trying to get ready for for I need to catch up on all the X Men stuff for X Men. Well, actually, technically, I also need to catch I need to catch up on all three, right? I need to catch up on Avengers, I need to catch up on X Men, and I need to catch up on Eternals. So, yes, 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 need to catch up on all three of those. Um, I'm trying to also, <laughs> because of course it is, is that time for another crisis in D.C.? So I'm trying okay, to Okay, all right. You up. know what, though? I'm going to defend our idiot friends across the street. Oh, no, no, no. Look, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to okay, it. I good. think, I, I, you know, okay. this is not me. I, I have to get the joke in because it's like, come on, guys. It is, yes. You're, because, you're, yes. yes. So I'm getting the joke in because it's like, it's another fucking crisis. But no, I am excited to try to see what Dark Crisis is going to be about. So... I'm trying to get some of the readings together, the pre-reading for that, because that doesn't come out until the summer, I don't believe. So I'm trying to get some of the stuff, the prereqs for that. Like we already, I know we already talked about uh, death metal, but there's some other things to kind of catch up on, just so you're yeah. not completely lost. So I have some of that stuff that I'm I'm getting ready to. So you know what we could do. 
Let's talk about it off there. I don't want to commit ourselves to that one. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you're you want to make a bad choice. A I made a real bad decision. Like, you know, <laughs> this is, you know what? This doesn't have to be recorded. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's not make some bad. Does that make rash decisions? As, on as we as we slide into part eight of Jonathan Hickman. Right. Oh shit! I told you this is this is good. this is a ten parter before we get to X Men. Yeah, it really is. It, it is. Really is. It's a true. Does it? Because we're getting my favorite parts of it now. Like this is yeah. as excited and nerdy and weird as I've been talking about it before. Now you're about to hit my favorite yeah. stuff. So yeah. I'm yeah. Excited. So let's see. So for on the character corner. So we'll be doing before the end of this month. We'll be doing part eight of of Avengers, uh, New Avengers. Uh, we'll wrap that up with part nine. So that'll end. Time runs out with part nine coming in April. Uh, in May we'll have Secret Wars, which will be part ten. And then June will be part 11 with X-Men. So, yeah. A full 11 fucking parts uh, for Hickman stuff. But it's imp- we needed to do it. Uh, sprinkled in there, uh, we have Moon Knight coming off. And uh, because Moon Knight comes out on Disney Plus uh, at the end of this month. So we'll be doing Moon Knight in the first weekend of April on the Character Corner podcast. And if you head over to premium, I haven't talked to her yet about when we're going to, I think we're going to try to get one on this, this month at before the end of the month, uh, Ro and I are going to, uh, talk about the four episodes of, uh, DMZ that is on HBO max. We're also going to do, uh, that with, uh, a, a comic book book club on, um, premium. Nice. We'll probably do the first, maybe two volumes and talk about the first four episodes at that point so uh stay for doing for that hopefully that'll come on a premium before the end of the month so um yeah a lot of stuff coming there's just so many things with comics so much good stuff with comics to, to read and it's a good time good time bad time for your wallet but good time in general so um Ooh, I've, I've got a, i've got an article in front of me i just clicked on it i don't know how i feel about it yet. i've got to ask you live on the air moon knight director muhammad diab Criticized Black Adam for failing to capitalize on his representation potential. Called out Warner Brothers in a recent film interview with Phil Fan. I was really annoyed with DC that they said Black Adam in the middle of a fictional Middle Eastern country as an excuse to cast non-Egyptians when it's obviously meant to be Egypt. So, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, in the 2000s they made it Kandak. But it's, I mean, they're all the Egyptian gods where he gets his powers from. Mm-hmm. Huh, I just, as someone who's directing Moon Knight, I have a lot of other questions. But I, yo, so I didn't want to say, I, I was like, but is that, <laughs> is that a Spider-Man point of Spider-Man gif right now? I'm like, but you're doing Moon okay, Knight. So, so he said he, he, he was eager to avoid a similar situation in Moon Knight, ensuring the cast and crew reflected the show's connection to Egypt and its culture. I wanted to showcase Egyptian talents as much as I could. Every culture should be represented by its people, so I hired actors, an editor, a costume designer, an art director, and a composer who are all Egyptian. Oh, shit. Talk your shit, man. Never mind. Excuse the fuck out of me. Uh, um, Upon further review, talk your shit, then. (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I was saying that because I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen either of them yet, so I was like, well, I didn't know. Well, mm. Talk your shit. I'm reading it live on the air. Like that's all. Talk, this is talk, all very real. This is occurring. Talk Listen. your shit, young man. Talk your. I don't. Is a young man? I don't know who it is. Talk your I, shit, Muhammad, person. Yes, talk, sounds like a young man. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Um, yeah. I mean, not wrong. <laughs> it's like not wrong. But, not, but wrong. Then, but then, just, but not wrong. But then at the same time, I'm like, come on, buddy. It's it's 
It's Black Adam top punching down. <laughs> That was the thing I was like, well, now we're going to ask, like, racist come on. is The Rock really? I mean, and, yeah, I'm like, all right, cool, but like, don't, don't pick on, don't, don't pick on the second grader. Don't, don't do that. Like, I, I hear you, <laughs> I hear you, but like, come on, man. Come on, come on. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd's going to be in The Mandalorian. I did see that. I got to catch up on all that shit. I, there's so much stuff I had to catch up on. Oh, which reminds me, um... Uh, by the time this drops, actually, no, before this drops, ooh, no, no, after this drops, Halo, first two episodes of Halo, uh, first episode of Halo, drops, and um, yeah, it's got potential. Um, okay, it's got potential. I-, I would just say this, oh, man, it's ultra violent up front. Like it is not for your kids, and I'm not saying this on some like, bat- oh, this is Batman night is too scary for kids. No, 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 I mean like, um, kids explode like type violence like this is um ultra violent halo um and i don't mean like ultra violent all the defenders are now on disney plus with a content warning yes 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 they apparently scrubbed the netflix credits and people were acting out like guys that was a licensing deal like of course it's not on netflix no more yeah like this nah dog y'all can't pretend to get mad about everything yeah no 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 as yeah. they crack down on sharing passwords, right? Cold right. dead hands, Netflix. Cold dead hands. But like, I, I find, I find, I do find, I do, I do find what Disney did there interesting, right? Because hmm. one, I was, ex- I was expecting that their R-rated, more mature content would go to Hulu. So the fact that they decided to carve out space for it on Disney Plus, I think says two things. One, I think every streaming platform is going to have to d- contend with. The fact that at some point you hit a wall. Netflix's prices are going up, folks, because they're hitting a wall. It's just what's going to happen. Some some streaming platforms hit walls sooner than others, <clears throat> HBO Max, but um, everybody hits a wall. So by expanding out Disney Plus now, and, it, and it, to me it makes sense, right? People were calling for this when they first dropped, but it's like, no, you got to get the parents first. You got to get the kids. Mm-hmm. You got to get mm-hmm. the kids first and get the kid content and make it so that they they have to get it. And now you bring the adult content in. It's how it always supposed to fucking work, folks. Um, so, but now that makes it interesting, right? Because that means, hey, when Deadpool three comes out, it's going to Disney Plus after it hits the theaters. Yes, please. Right. Um, and that does mean now, uh, I don't know if you saw, but, uh, I don't know, again, take these with grains of salt, but there's rumors out there that there, there's a, a daredevil project that's out there that's yes. starting to, to try to get into production things like that, which honestly, again, even if somebody made that rumor up, it makes sense because, you know, come on, Matthew Cox was in no way home. They, the the shows all got moved over to Disney Plus. That's a that's a no brainer to add in. I think that I think we've talked about this before. That I think John Bernthal's um, uh, uh, Punisher. I mean, we already got uh, the Kingpin. So yep. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I I think Kristen Ritter's um, uh, uh, Jessica Jones makes sense also. Um, I. I I don't know about Luke Cage and 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 um Iron Fist to be honest. I would recast on both. I me too. Like I I feel like those are probably the two that you can recast and do better. Um 
Just yeah, I would recast and and, and do. Better. I think it's just easiest for us to say that and stop talking. Hmm? Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything nice about that show after this. So it's just which show? That. Luke Cage. My dog. <laughs> dog. Yeah, the I, first I, half of season one is fantastic. Yeah, and that is what I will say about that show <laughs> because Myrtle is in the first half of that show. I didn't so, say it. You did that math. So, I just said, "Hey, there's a distinct so, point where the show's not being good." Yeah, um, I think it's one of those things of yeah. I would like to see Luke Cage not only recast, but also kind of given the 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 power up that we've seen. So I think that would be. I think those are two characters from Luke Cage, and also. I think I that I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they would do with Iron Fist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Iron Fist is one that's. Inter- I think that's definitely not going to be Finn Jones if they do bring Iron Fist back. Definitely I, not gonna be you know what? You guys can laugh all you want. Those are better seasons than Luke Cage seasons. The uh, show is better. You can say what you want about Finn Jones. People don't like okay, it. Okay, okay. The show is better. Okay, um, um, well, you know what I would actually like because she didn't. She she turned it down for the Matrix. But, was, that was my next point. Hey, bring Jessica back. You know, they, no, Jessica Henwick is Colleen Wing. Make her the Iron Fist. Well, they kind of were going that way at the end of that. Dog, that kind of. That's how it ends with her with the fist. Yeah. So I'm like, it's right there. So I can, you know, they're talking about how she turned down being in 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 in, in Chang Chi, but I'm like. Or did you turn it down, or did they say, hey... No, we, no, she turned it down for the hope that she could do this again. She and, said that. Okay, cool. And I'm like, hey, and I'm wondering if, like, not just the hope, but I'm wondering if somebody was like, it's a possibility, and she was like, alright, because I, I don't know, man. I'm, that's what I would go with. I would bring I would her back. Her, I would bring her back as the Iron Fist, and I would bring in someone with a bit more range to play Luke Cage. And someone to write him with more range, I'm not just saying that yeah. He wasn't written well in that show. It was a very one note character. It gets very old very fast. Yes. Luke I agree. Cage in the comics is a different type dude. He, like, it's reading like Bendis' Cage, and I say Bendis' Cage because he's the one who kind of took him out of the tiara and the yellow shirt and made mm-hmm. him a more updated character. Bendis' Cage is much more three dimensional than the Cage we've got on television. Yeah. I need, I, need a, I need a Cage that I could see sitting there. Chopping it up with, with with Sam Wilson, you know. I need a you know that can hold I need, his own. I need a cage that's carrying the groceries in the beginning. I don't know the first issue of that last Defenders run. He's carrying the groceries, and the two girls are like, "Ain't you married the Jessica lady? Isn't she real mean?" And he's like, "Come on, y'all!" It's just like he's a <laughs> beloved figure, not because he's feared, but because he's actually beloved. I, I, right, and also what oh, I would love to see because then you can do some matchups, right? I could love to see oh, Luke Cage and 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 Tom Holland. Uh, you need somebody who can work like that's what it is. Bring in Tom Holland. No, no, no. Can, can I tell you that one stroke of brilliance behind all this shit? What? Tom Holland can only do VO for the rest of his career and still be Spider-Man because they've made it to the point where there's no reason for Spider-Man to ever take his ass off in front of anyone ever again. But that's what I'm saying. It's like... like you can it, just CGI this dude and get some stunt doubles and have Tom do the voiceovers. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, when I say Tom Holland, that's what I mean. I mean, him, him in the mask, I want to mm-hmm. see him with a... Whoever you cast to be Luke Cage, that's who. That's what the. That's what the 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 the, the audition should be. You know, <laughs> like I would that that would that would do it for me. Tom yep. Holland as, yep. as Spider Man with, with whoever you're trying to get to be Luke Cage and see how that shit goes. And the one that does the best—that's the screen test. That's, that's the, screen the test. that's the screen test right there. 
like it makes sense like i'm like because it's just like she's like she's getting exhausted it's like why are you here still <laughs> like what are you doing you're still here i know <laughs> right? like, i thought you weren't done talking right okay so i can go now oh my god right like that would that's something that, you know somebody you feel like could be the leader of the defenders like something like that's what i'm looking for right somebody who yeah so someone who becomes who ends up leading his own avengers team like right luke cage runs an avengers squad at one point like right. that's a big deal he's a chairman of the avengers and I, he's not a one note like, don't do wrong, I'll beat you up. Like, no. At one point in the new Avengers run, he brings the Quinjet to just a corner in Detroit and says, what? We're just going to sit here, me and my friends. We're going to hang out here. And nothing's <laughs> going to be bad. Nothing bad's going to happen. And then we'll leave. Mm -hmm. Might come back. So maybe you don't want to be on this block anymore. Right. Like, yeah, man, that's, so uh, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, we can bring, bring mm -hmm. Jessica Nez and Iron Fist, cast a new Luke Cage, and then everybody else is fine. Everybody's it, it works out great, you know. Um, never mind. I gotta catch. I I gotta start reading up on uh, Jason Aaron's uh, Punisher run because, uh, yeah. I read the first issue. Yeah. Have you read the first issue? I have not. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but it makes sense. I'm I'm yeah. So. Yeah. Um, all right, so this turned into an impromptu pull list. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, all right, folks, yeah, we'll be back. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week to talk about uh, the next episode of The Flash. And then after that, uh, be again, Flash, but also by that time, we should have first episode of Moon Knight out. So, we'll be there talking about that on, on Super Tuesday Recap. So, again, folks, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.